Hello everyone and welcome to Orbital the Gadget 360 podcast. In today's episode we are going to be talking about the Vivo S1, a smartphone that's been gaining a lot of interest online. A lot of you have asked us about it and we are seeing increasing traffic towards stories around this phone. So we decided since we have it in here and we've reviewed it, why don't we speak about it? Now it's an affordable phone that's in the sub 20000 rupee price range and that means it's going to be taking on the likes of Realme X it's also going to be taking on the Redmi K20 so mm-hmm. a lot of competition for this phone so now the people who are going to be talking about it are on this podcast here with me deputy review editor Royden Sarejo namaskar pranay and also aditya shanoy who's our well soon to be deputy review editor <laughs> or wants to be deputy review editor <laughs> hey man i'm right here <laughs> Well, namaskar as well. All right, and I'm your host Pranay Parab. So, in case it wasn't very clear, um, what I said just now is just a joke. Rod is going to be here for the next five years, and so am I. And um, Aditya is also going to be here, so nobody's going to take anybody's designation. I think we're getting a little sidetracked. <laughs> All right, Vivo so S1. Let's talk yeah. about the Vivo S1. Um now this phone when it launched I thought that nobody would really care about it uh, because we've seen Realme X and Oppo K3 which really set the bar in terms of design they gave you a completely notchless display a really good screen OLED uh, display in display fingerprint scanner really good processors overall great performance as well and also in the sub 20000 rupee price range uh, 16990 was the starting price of both phones and they were practically identical as we said in the previous episode so now the vivo s1 has come here and it doesn't have many of these features and yet a lot of people are interested in this smartphone so since we've completed the review now is a good time to talk about it so first who wants to talk about the pricing of this phone so the vivo s1 is available in three variants now that i'm been asked to speak about it so so it's available in three variants with uh, the base one being 4 gb of ram with 128 gb of internal storage that is priced at 17990 rupees then there's the second variant which is a little weird because you get 6 gb of ram and 64 gb of storage so yeah. lower storage than the base variant and that's priced at 18990 rupees and then there's the third variant which most people are going to be picking probably that is the 6 gb ram variant with 128 gb of storage and that's priced at 19990 rupees so it's like their product team was thinking oh some people want 128 gb of storage and some want 6 gb of ram so why not give both at the same time but what i don't understand is why are these two variants priced differently so i have a feeling it might just be that uh, in order to keep their margins intact they might have done it because the price yeah. difference of 1000 rupees between two variants especially with 4 and 8, 6 gb of ram a price difference of just 1000 rupees is unseen like you know you've mostly seen phones well you've seen phones with 4 gb of ram and 6 gb of ram and the difference between the two variants is more than 1000 rupees yeah, 2000 so no the the reason rupees. i brought this up is that uh, we've seen oppo k3 and realme x and again okay fine let's just clarify this vivo oppo uh, realme and oneplus they're all a part of the same company basically and their strategy is to launch phones uh, that are price similar look similar act similar and work similar around the same price point at the same time uh, so they'll compete with each other's devices now the vivo s1 uh has two variants right 664 and 4128 and the price difference is 1000 rupees mm-hmm. but then if you think about it the Oppo K3 is a 664 variant of the Realme X which is 4128 and they are both priced exactly the same 
so that's why i wondered why there is a difference in pricing and it's almost like the product team said yeah fine uh, you know we can give all the possible ram and storage combinations why not reduce the storage here and give it but yeah. ideally what they should have done is 4128 and 6128 the middle variant doesn't make any sense to me what about you well, guys well i i think it is also there just because it shouldn't be like there's a massive price difference between the base and the high, and the next variant that, that would be 6128 so they did not want a huge price difference because थाउजेंड रुपीज में यार इंडियंस वुड बी लाइक नहीं वी वॉन्ट वन अदर वेरियंट एंड दिस इज अ फैक्ट बिकॉज यू सीन मल्टीपल स्मार्टफोन मैनुफैक्चर लॉन्चिंग यू नो ओनली वेरियंट्स ऑफ अ पर्टिकुलर स्मार्टफोन कलर वेरियंट लाइक वी हेव नॉट सीन दैट बिफोर लाइक बस हाँ यू नो यू हैव एन एमेजॉन सेल ठीक है न्यू कलर लॉन्च यू हैव अ फ्रीडम सेल न्यू रैम वेरियंट लॉन्च सो दैट इज अनहर्ड ऑफ एंड इट्स बिकॉज देर आर प्राइस सेगमेंट्स इन द मार्केट वेर इन पीपल आर विलिंग टू स्पेंड दैट मच एंड वेल दे वुड वॉन्ट समथिंग डिफरेंट then that was offered earlier and yeah. it's also i think another marketing exercise just to keep the product fresh so that it's always in the people's eyes yeah anyway these days there are so many of these devices that it's quite easy to forget uh, which devices which and you know how many of them are in the market so there's always that problem now uh, with the vivo s1 the first thing i noticed was the diamond pattern at the back uh, now vivo has been pretty good at doing this uh, i mean just as oppo has been Uh, making these uh, funky looking patterns that are really striking look very nice and they also ship a transparent case in the box i believe so that means you know even if you put a case on this uh, it's still uh, the pattern is still visible so there's that now in terms of design is there anything else that people should know i mean water drop notch dew drop notch well same mountain dew notch so <laughs> the thing is yeah uh, in terms of camera now it is a little inter- interesting because when you look at the sub 20000 rupee segment you now have everything you have a water drop notch you have a pop up selfie camera you have hole punch and so you know like users have the option to pick between and what vivo has done is uh, for the s1 they've picked a water drop notch which is like quite tiny and it only houses the 32 megapixel selfie camera there nothing apart from that no pop up or hole punch uh, design there and uh, it also gets an in display fingerprint scanner which is again it's now slowly becoming common in the sub 20000 rupee price point we've seen multiple smartphones recently uh, the realme x the oppo k1 the oppo k3 so uh, i i believe even the samsung galaxy a50 i'm not sure so that yeah. was one probably another smartphone i know i don't i don't no, think, I don't think that was but yeah what you're saying is right i mean uh, the one thing that really caught my eye was the design of the phone and uh, when i say design i mean just the finish of the back which has this diamond patterns it looks really nice uh we got the blue one which has a diamond patterns but i think there's also a white one which has a different finish on the back and uh, it looks nice but i think uh in terms of from what we've recently seen right we've seen the realme x we've seen the oppo k3 i think vivo could have gone a little bit more aggressive in terms of design i mean we still have a dew drop notch which is not a big deal anymore and uh, I think it still has what a micro USB port if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Oh. Yeah, so that's another thing like you know I mean it people other manufacturers have moved beyond the micro USB port even Realme has started shipping a type C port in their phones under 20000. So I think they could they could have done better on those fronts but of course I mean that's just us being picky. I don't think many people would care about the type of port that they have in their phone yeah but uh, vivo did the same thing with the z1 pro as well right uh, it had a micro usb port exactly yeah. yeah even that was a very aggressive launch of theirs and yeah. uh, even that one had these uh, you know 
older legacy designs and uh, connectors in place yeah I mean, we've got like some really capable phones in this price range so i really wonder why vivo has left this low hanging fruit out there like for people to criticize like you make a one change make it to type c and then suddenly uh, you have one less con over there right in any review out there because yep. at this point uh, micro usb has become a bit old and also type c is just more convenient in multiple ways yeah. and i think there are some other new features also of type c that you know everyone should be uh, gaining but anyway let's not get sidetracked um let's now i mean since you know i think we've covered most of the points around design yeah so, so, so there's one other thing about design is that uh, it it looks like it's a glass back you know when you look at it first mm-hmm. it looks like okay it's a glass back but it's actually a plastic laminate and like we've seen with other smartphones with a plastic laminate back is that it tends to pick up those hairline scratches fairly Very easily, easily yeah. so i'd recommend that you can you use the case that's provided in the box itself and the only one other weird bit i thought was uh, like the gap between the frame and the back panel it it like they don't blend they're they're not seamless mm-hmm. so you will it you will feel it when you're holding the phone in the right. hand and that was the only thing that i did not really like about the yeah, design yeah unfortunately for vivo both realme and oppo had really raised the bar in this price yep. range i mean until now we wouldn't have been like comparing any phone uh, with you know something that is like got a notchless screen and a pop up selfie camera and an amoled display and all of that so yeah speaking of which vivo s1 how's the display so the display amoled panel good viewing angles it gets bright enough and good overall i would say but i i'm i'm curious to see where it stands against the Realme X the Galaxy M40 and even the Redmi K20 for that matter because when i had tested out the Galaxy M40 and did a comparison between multiple smartphones well it had the it had a better display compared to yep. the Realme 3 Pro the Redmi Note 7, 7 Pro, Pro. and uh, so and it was surprising that the Realme X was better than it and the K20 Pro was even better than the Realme X so kind of uh, curious to see where the Vivo S1 is but overall it's it's not not bad it's it's a good display there hmm. okay so that's good to hear now let's talk about the cameras because that's the one thing that everyone uh, asks us about for the Vivo S1 uh, as well now uh, front camera is that uh, in that dual drop notch so mm-hmm. there's a selfie camera out there Uh, a lot of people use i mean vivo and oppo these are the two phones uh, two phone companies that are known for the selfie cameras so yeah. let's talk about that first okay so selfies uh, we see that uh, it can recognize faces so it will set it up accordingly ha- they have decent details but uh, they tend to overexpose the selfie so uh, in in the selfies we've clicked we've, you know the faces are slightly overexposed no It also has portrait mode wherein it will blur out the background. It has good edge detection, blurs it out properly. But again, the same overexposure issue is still there in the selfie camera. Hmm. So okay. I would say the selfies are decent or good enough to be shared on social media and stuff. But apart from that, nothing fancy which, you know, after you've clicked it, it won't make you go wow. After you've yeah, I think it. other than that also, even the camera app is not very user friendly, I would say. I mean, yeah. we, we test phones day in, day, day in and day out. I mean, we had to struggle to find our way around the camera app to see, you know, try to figure out where this feature is. For example, portrait mode, right? Ideally, yeah. you would just have another a different portrait, a mode different uh, shooting mode, like mode. an option which you just swipe left or right through. And here it is basically just a toggle switch with an icon. Yeah, and unless is, you tap the icon, you will not know what the icon is. I honestly thought means. it was so beautification first. Yeah, it does look like this. So it's it's not the easiest uh, camera app to. 
get accustomed to and i think even the os as a whole hasn't really aged very well i mean okay like 5 years ago maybe that thing was cool where you know a lot of phones try to emulate ios yeah but i think even oppo which used to do that uh, quite With a bit with colorus i think 5.2 was the last yeah i mean even they moved beyond that and they are also sticking mostly towards the stock android look and feel so i think it's high time even vivo maybe get on board with that yeah so i can't understand why funtouch os sort of lags behind in this uh, because we've seen from the same company we've seen oxygen os which is wow. uh, really really good wow. and adds many things to android while still keeping it uh, reasonably clean yeah. and you know not uh, dumping unnecessary bloatware on there color os with color os 6 made a lot of uh, positive steps and overall is become uh, pretty usable i mean back from i mean if you compare it with colorus 5.2 which looked a lot like ios it uh, has made a lot of changes but i still don't like funtouch os that much and i think there's a lot of room for improvement here so i hope we would do yep. something about it yeah it yeah. it should because when you look at funtouch os also like you're used to quick toggles being uh, you know a swipe up like a swipe down from the top of the screen and on a vivo smartphone it's exactly the opposite you have to swipe up from the bottom of the screen just like you you know summon the command center on an iphone yeah but that's the thing i mean even iphones have moved beyond that right <laughs> so yeah i don't so, know what they're copying now yep yeah so there's you know uh, a lot of things to speak about in the software but let's finish the rear camera section first so what's the setup like so, and uh, you both have been experimenting with the cameras a lot and checking out the photos back and forth <laughs> again and again in the past few hours so let's so, talk about it so a triple camera setup at the back now a multi camera setup has become very very common dual cameras is what you'll get on phones around the 10000 rupee price point and we've seen triple camera setup now slowly becoming common around the 15 to 20 So this thing has a triple camera setup with a 16 megapixel primary sensor, 8 megapixel ultra wide angle sensor and a 2 megapixel depth sensor. So what I've seen is the 16 megapixel shots are about average. That's what I'll say. Like it's it's okay. It's just there. It did not even make me say okay, no, this is good for a phone at this particular mm-hmm. price. It was like in a few of our samples we've seen that it tends to over underexpose it so not properly exposed and uh, chromatic aberration in a very in in a few samples but that is something i wasn't expecting especially at this price point in comparison when you look at a shot taken from that 8 megapixel ultra wide angle sensor it is better exposed like you know it does not have that same issue like the primary sensor and clicks better but of course being a ultra wide angle sensor it tends to lose out on details yeah plus there's yeah. no auto focus in no auto focus. yeah the one thing i did notice was uh, when we were testing that portrait mode oh, yes. in the camera so, so i was going to get to that yeah yeah so you were clicking those pictures and then around my eyes i mean i was a subject and around my eyes we saw some reddish uh, hue like i don't know i, yeah. I, I was yeah, it looked like a radiation some... emitting from <laughs> yeah. your face so it was basically vivo's ai beauty at work so i Man, i was yeah. cl- using the ai beauty mode which is a different beauty mode like it's a different camera mode there and i would have preferred portrait being a camera mode instead exactly, of ai beauty yeah. so oh, i what it's done is it's basically applied makeup on pranay's face by itself and very poor makeup that yeah. <laughs> so i it's, mean it's, if i apply makeup to my own face that will probably yeah, look better than this yeah you will do a better job <laughs> than that yeah so that that it it just looked weird uh, it it boosted the colors up and uh, it, the shot pretty much i would say it was unusable um you were inverted uh, blur yes that a... was another issue so uh, there is this aperture mode wherein you know you can set the level of aper- uh, level of uh, aperture you want and it would use the depth camera to you know give that bokeh effect 
and what we've seen is it would invert the bokeh effect pretty much blurring the subject and keeping the background properly exposed it's weird but this is a very similar issue that we recently M40. spotted on the galaxy m40 yeah, so i think it has update. to do something with probably the distance if you are far away from the subject it tends to do that but it shouldn't it right shouldn't. i mean because when we tested it with other phones no other phones did yeah. that so why it, should this yeah. do? and the the best the worst part is is that when you're shooting it in the preview it shows you that everything is fine yes. it shows you the background is blur and your subject is in focus but the and same surprise, image surprise. it just basically inverts that effect so it's kind of it's like a sort of a cheat Magic. right because you think you think you've got a good shot and like later on when you flipping through your album you go to see that whatever your subject and you cannot, is completely you cannot blurred change out. anything about it and you can't change you can't edit yeah. the blur nothing you know what you can do you can make the background the subject while shooting <laughs> Actually, that's something we should try. This <laughs> yeah. is an experiment to see if it actually inverts it and gives so, you a proper. So, for image. this comparison, we'll use the S one and the Galaxy M forty two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, that was another major problem with this uh, phone. The real thing was that um, a lot of these things are very inconsistent. So, in some shots, we did see that the blur effect was applied uh, properly in the viewfinder itself. Uh, no, I mean after we clicked the picture, yep. we saw it on the phone. And in some shots, it was appearing like not proper in the phone itself. So, you know, we were never really sure has it clicked it properly, has it not clicked it properly, or and what is happening here. You know that that kind of ruins the overall experience yep. there because you know yeah. uh, if you're confident that you've gotten a good image, that itself would be you know okay if you're fine. You know that when you plug it into a computer, you'll have a decent image to work with. but here you yourself are not sure if has it done it uh, done the job properly and you end up clicking multiple photos and it gives a different result uh, you know every every time so if we've clicked uh, a few other samples as well with the same result uh, especially when clicking close ups so that was one issue there so that yeah, is something yeah so this uh, vivo's ai reminds me of like a child who's learning how to use the phone's camera and like you know all photos are all over the place yep. and all of that because that's exactly what uh, the kind of results we saw over there which was really disappointing to see honestly um and the reason for my disappointment especially is that we've seen such good cameras out there like realme 3 pro has a great camera realme note 7 pro also relatively has a great camera similarly realme x oppo k3 galaxy m40 also except for that minor autofocus issue yeah. <laughs> which we've spoken about before uh, but vivo s1 somehow is just like far behind now um but i was honestly expecting it to be um better in this aspect especially i was like okay vivo phone i knew that vivo phones then they'll do selfies better but no the rear camera performance it it honestly made me question like why is vivo charging this much for a phone yeah so that is you know obviously a major disappointment but one thing i think we should talk about is the videos mm-hmm. i wanted to know is there video stabilization on this phone no <laughs> Okay. So I'll tell you this, uh video stabilization we were a little surprised that it's not stabilizing the footage even That's at fine. 1080p mo- Yeah, there's no 4K so even at 1080p so forget it. So phones around the 15000 rupee price point have 4K video recording. Mm. It's not that won't be stabilized because at this price but at least you get 4K video recording. There's no 4K video recording here. and the 1080p footage that you get that's not stabilized i also checked if there's a setting for hmm. video stabilization that's very strange i couldn't yeah. find it honestly i mean if you give 4k video recording at this price point it's a bonus uh, you shouldn't really expect to get that yeah. uh, but 1080p with stabilization is like table stakes at this point you should expect it um, another reason why we're disappointed with this uh, phone is that the vivo z1 pro is cheaper and is better in almost every way including the camera now i believe the vivo s1 is also going to be available in the offline market so maybe that explains uh, its 
relatively high pricing considering what you yeah. get uh, in terms of the specifications so well what what i think is see because what vivo says is the s in s1 is for style and i think that's pretty much what they focused mm. on and it is a good looking smartphone but apart from that i think uh, even battery capacity for instance it's a 4500 milliampere battery and is expecting it to at least do what 20 hours of loop test it managed 16 hours what about regular use the regular usage you would get by a day and a half Mm. at best it again depends on what you're doing if you're mm. gaming constantly because a 20 minute pubg game uh resulted in like a 5% battery drop that's so that's that's fine but the phone was getting warm to the ah, touch and so, this yeah. is a little this is new because the mediatek helio p65 uh, this is the first pro- smartphone in india with this particular processor so at this point i would easily recommend the mediatek helio p70 which was there in the Oppo A9 that I reviewed earlier. Or and, Realme 3. Or, and the Realme 3 <laughs> yeah. Pro as well, I guess. No, oh, the Realme, Realme 3. 3, 3. 3 yeah. yeah. So that's there. And uh, what is surprising is that the Oppo A9 uh, with a 4020 mAh battery did a 19-hour loop test and had much better battery performance uh, you know, during regular use. So the Vivo S1, honestly, even in the battery front, it does not really cut it for me. Yeah, yeah. so performance-wise, it's uh, not that great. either because the p70 is better right in yeah the p70 i would say in terms of benchmark so when you compare the benchmarks i would say that the p65 inches forward in terms of your geekbench and and to do your cpu benchmarks but when it comes to gpu the p70 is ahead yeah i mean p65 i think uh, it was slightly behind and p70 is ahead so we mm-hmm. were initially looking at the numbering and thinking p65 should be inferior and <laughs> but we thought maybe at this price range if they launched it maybe we'll see some kind of a like improvement yeah. on it but but when you look at uh, other smartphones say from Qualcomm for instance if i were to compare the P65 it would uh, the scores are similar to the Snapdragon 660 which is available at 10000 rupees yes Redmi Note 7s yeah so and also at by the way Realme U1 is at 9000 so yeah so that is another P70 smartphone P70 that's smart, under yeah. seven and yeah, the money is going to the same company yeah so i mean there are <laughs> a lot of companies, uh, better options out there even if you are looking at uh, phones in the offline market i suppose you'll be able to find uh, phones such as oppo a9 uh, which are yeah the a9 better. see the yeah. a9 again is uh, a little expensive but as in it's cheaper than this but for the price yes but battery life i think is the strongest part yeah and also camera performance was not this not, horrible right yeah. it, this yeah. is just unacceptable the results we've seen with this phone uh like i'm just hoping that something can be done to fix it but at this point it uh like it is hard to say right because we've got a review unit and it's working perfectly fine except the software of the camera somehow is messing up everything so that's a major talking point for us anyway so any other closing thoughts about this phone before we wrap up this episode well i would say you get a 18 watt fast charger if mm-hmm. that's what you would care about because the oppo a9 i i did uh, not did cut a point because it only gets a 10 watt charger and at this point we're going growing impatient where you know we don't want our smartphones to be plugged in for a really really long time that's okay uh, man the iphone chips with a 5 watt charger is fine yeah. there's no issue <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we and android people are kind of used to better <laughs> stuff so because you know uh, i i think stuff has changed since uh, i've i reviewed i think the oppo r17 which yeah, had a phone, watt. yeah and that was insane 0 to 135 minutes after that yeah a 10 watt charger would be like straight up 2 hours gone so that is something i think can be improved uh, and this is good like 18 watt fast charging is good enough and apart from that no it's it's not a uh, easy phone to recommend i would say the in display fingerprint scanner is good it is well designed 
battery will last over a day probably a day and a half depends on how you use it camera performance not that good so if you are planning on you know clicking photos with it so no you you will walk away a little disappointed and the software i think vivo can you know get closer to android stock mm. android probably and that will work mm. okay so rodin anything else you want to add to this uh, i mean no the thing is that as as far as i mean we've discovered that the phone is obviously not great value and not very good it doesn't really matter because i think the target audience that vivo is targeting is i don't think he's going to care about any of these things they're still going to sell a whole bunch of these phones because they are obviously like every phone that they launch they're super aggressive when it comes to marketing like yep. you can see it. there are ads everywhere of the s1 with and they've Man. even gotten i think sara ali khan for yep. this instagram ad. so i think that that is where all mm. the uh, search traffic is coming yeah, from so they've, i mean they've, they've bombarded social media they, with it they are very clear with the uh, i mean for what targeting the targeting of for what this phone was made and for who it was made and it is all about style and that's it and everything else takes a back seat and i think they are okay with it and i'm guessing the people that they are targeting are also fine with it so yeah, yeah. well i just wish the camera was i mean usable, usable. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all i mean it's not like i'm not one of those people who say no 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 you get extremely good value for money from this phone but not from that phone in terms of specifications so just get x over y mm. uh, because having it available in the offline market is a big positive for some of these phones that is true because not everybody buys phones online and not everybody is comfortable yep. with that idea so if you're selling this offline that's fine i mean having a slight price bump is okay but having an unusable camera is not okay so that's the yeah i agree i mean they, it they could have at least had some decent uh, you know imaging uh, chops from this phone yeah. i mean not expecting like pixel level but like yeah like you said it, usable level it could have been at least no used. so that is what i would say this phone don't even go for the mediatek helio p65 and just give the p70 and probably drop the price down by 4000 across all segments and fix and the camera fix the camera because like people don't really honestly at this point they don't care about performance because yeah. when you're going for a sub 20 or a sub 15000 rupees smartphone you know that okay it might stutter probably when you're you when you've you know loaded apps on it or you're multitasking constantly and that too you won't see stutter you'd probably see a slight slowdown it would never be a stutter and processors have gone to that extent so now i would say yeah please just go for go with something that's established in the market instead of you know trying out a newer processor and in the process bumping up the price this much mm. all right so i guess that wraps up this episode of orbital thank you so much for listening to it couple of favors i need to ask from all of you first of all if you use any podcasting app such as apple podcast or google podcast or any other podcasting app of your choice please rate the show please review it please subscribe to it these things they help us a lot secondly you can follow us on facebook twitter youtube and instagram at gadgets360 and finally if you have any questions comments or feedback you can write to us at podcast at gadgets360.com thank you so much for listening